You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, we do a podcast on Thursday because why the hell not? Al, how you doing? Oh, hi, Jerry. What's up? Oh, this is where I go. I mean, usually this is where oh, you... Oh, this is usually where I go. Uh, one of the things, this was just happening outside in the hallway. I don't know if you even heard. Uh, there was the, the fire alarm for the building. Oh, I heard it. It was loud. Yeah, we're in a building. I don't know how many floors. Ten. We're on the 10th floor, but there's floors 15. above us. No, I think there's like 31 floors in this building. No? F- 15. There's only 15 floors? Pretty sure. So the other bank of elevators only goes five floors? I believe so. Really? I don't. Maybe you're right. Maybe okay. Maybe there's 31 Mm. I believe there are 15, maybe 16 floors. Is that right? I think and so. And we're on the, we, here's what we know. We're on the 10th floor. We are. But it got me to thinking about fire alarms and smoke yeah. alarms and that thing's going off. Did I ever once think to No take, one budges. No. No. No one budges. Never. I didn't once think to look out the window, take the stairs, head out. We never do. No one does. No, they ignore it. It's the same thing. Because you know why? It goes off all the time. Yes. And it's always and always has been a false alarm. It's like the building that cried wolf. Right. And my building, my apartment complex, they are constantly having the alarm go off for testing. To the point where I don't, you know, I will look out my window of an apartment building. And if I don't see smoke. You're good. I'm good. Because I feel like even if there is a fire, I could probably get out one of the... The doors. Yeah. Well, you're on what? Third floor? Third floor. Yeah, you're fine. Could I jump that? Yeah, you'd probably break a leg, but you could jump that. Is there a way to, to when I'm landing, roll my legs? Yeah, well, you probably was Tuck midair. Yeah, midair. No, or midair. Just start running your legs so that when you hit the ground, you just start running. Like a cartoon. <laughs> I've always wondered, like, how far is too far to, to jump out a window for a fire? Three floors. Three floors, yeah. probably the limit. Yes. Four, perhaps. Right. But it's high. I wish, I guess. 40 feet. I guess I wish we were more responsive to alarms. You know what I wish? Yes, that. Because we're not. This is one thing I've never done, and I don't know why. And I know your family did growing up. I think you told me once. I don't know why we don't have, like, the rollout ladders. Yes. Out the window. That clamp onto the window. So mm-hmm. if something happens, you're not trapped upstairs. Do you have that in one in your home? No, and I don't know why I don't. You got to start running fire alarms at home. Well, I don't have fire alarms, but, I mean, I have smoke detectors all you over do. the house. Sure. You know what's weird? They tell you don't put a smoke detector in the kitchen. I guess because it would constantly be going off. I think that's the thinking, but that's also where you might actually have a fire. Right. But maybe they're thinking this. If you put it in the kitchen, it's constantly going off. Then you're constantly hearing a smoke alarm and you're not going to pay attention to it. True. That's true. But to me, any alarms now that go off, uh, a CO2, Gina had a, in her house the other day, the, the CO2 alarm went off. 
Really? We both looked at each other and was like, huh. See, I don't fool around with that. I think that I know I what it was. The neighbor, the neighbor's car was idling outside the window. Okay. I guess it's possible. But cars sure. have CO2 coming out of them. By the way, I feel like I know her now. Hi. She comes in every day and grabs the paperwork. That's uh, that's true. Her name is a Bernadette, I believe. I've never that's met Bernadette, right. but I feel like I know Bernadette. They sang a song yeah. about her in the 60s. In the 60s. Bernadette, yes. Good stuff. Um, here's the thing about the CO2, though. Yeah. If you take that for granted and you're wrong, you're dead. You, sir, die. You would. Yeah. Like, it's no joke, and you just would pass out. Here's some other alarms no one pays attention to. Car alarm. Yeah, well, that's just noise. Well, especially in the city. Hold right. on. If you're in Birmingham and you're in a nice, quiet neighborhood and the car alarm's going off, people are like, what is that? You're in New York City. It's whatever. But you still don't assume, like, even if I don't even know if I have a car alarm, I guess I don't if I'm not aware of it. <laughs> you even probably if do. that was going off, I would just be like, hmm, how do I shut, how did this get triggered? Yeah. And how do I shut it off? That's a very good point. Because it's too much well, you with have the your alarms. Switcher. I guess. But that's more like the, those car alarms. They're not really car alarms. They're, they're panic, panic alarms. alarms. Right. So if I'm being attacked by a mugger. Is that what that is? Then I would hit that button to hopefully draw attention mm. to the mugging. Just don't have it be in New York City. Right, because no one would No care. one would pay attention. And if you were getting the crap beat out of you, yeah. people would pick up their phone and just video it. They wouldn't help you. Right. They'd be like, and then oh, you I... go viral. Like you'd be the dude that got your ass kicked. Yeah. I got to get this on YouTube. Would you like that type of attention? I would not. I would not like the type of attention where I'm getting my ass kicked. <laughs> Especially because you know what's a very popular ass-kicking video on the internet? Getting your ass kicked at a fast food restaurant. Well, that's not fun. No. Here's why you're safe. You don't go to them. I don't go. Right. My but name's Al lot. Dukes. I stay away from fast food restaurants so I don't get my ass kicked. There's a lot of fist fights uh, later on at night at fast food restaurants where teens hang well, out. Well, you know what they say. Nothing good ever happens after 9 p.m. Yeah. Or That's what I am, whatever. <laughs> girls are fighting girls. Guys are it's, fighting it's at each other. Alcohol related. Yeah. Most times. Hmm. People get so stupid with the alcohol. Yeah. And I'm part of that too. Not that I've ever ever gotten into a fight. At a fast food place. You've never. Or at a bar. Or, or at a, a bar. Or McDonald's. Nothing like that. People have annoyed you, though, at the bars when you've had drinks. Where I you're like, yeah, I almost, you walked away because you didn't want to fight. Cur- I, well, because. I know what the repercussions might be right. for me. There were men that was like, may we dance with your dates? That's not what that was. Oh. That's not what it was. Hmm. It was a friend of mine's wife had a guy come up and lick her ear. All righty. So that's different than that's a bunch may of my sh- dance yeah. with your date. That I don't appreciate. You don't like that. And you don't her, go for and that. her husband was in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So me and, and one of the other girl's husbands were talking to her. And we turned around to order a drink, turned back around, and this piece of crap yeah. sneaks up behind her and licks her right ear. Really? And she, like, turned around, like, what the hell? Ugh. So you say something. Absolutely. He wanted to fight, and, yeah, it goes really? through my head. If I get into an it doesn't matter what happened or what led to it. Right. I got into a fight. Right. So it was, Good can we point. get the F out of here? Right. And that's what we did. I like to leave a bar whenever ear licking begins. That's I'm like, I'm out of here. Unless you're the one licking the ear. Right. And, you know, depends on what his name is, too. Right. There's a lot of things that will... be very into that. Would be a lot of things to determine Like, what would you that. do if someone licked Gina's ear from behind? What would you do? Say, hey, have a good night with her? I mean, seriously, no. you'd say something? Or I'd say, say something, and then here? you're right. I'd have to get... I'd say something and then leave before right. I got punched or had to punch them. Right. It's tough. Not good. 
Very tough. And I told you, a really good friend of mine is banned from that bar we were at, that club. Oh, he was banned from Because there. a similar thing happened to his wife, and he picked up a beer bottle and hit the guy over the head with it or over the whatever he did. They started a melee. He's banned from that place. Started a brew. And he didn't start it. Right. You know? That place, place sounds like a bad place. Yeah, it's not great. What town is that in? Hmm. Red Bank. Oh, Red Bank. Have Go fun on. Friday night. I get the sense that won't happen where you're going. No. You'll Garmani. Be just fine. Boomer and I will be at Garmani. Yes. And then where, what club are you singing bougie. at afterwards? I don't know. I haven't committed to singing. The oh, okay. woman invited us to the Dublin something or other. The Dublin house? Is that yeah, where Dublin you're going? Yeah, Dublin house. Oh, that's cool. It's a great yeah. place. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know that we're committed man, to going Man, back in there. the day, we used to go to the Dublin house and just order a bucket of beer. It was great. In Red Bank? And they would always have some, yeah, someone would always be on the guitar. Oh, yes. Or, I know that place. It's. I mean, it's right off the main drag, the big white house. It's yes. great. That's cool. You could be like a folk singer. Yes. Although I think they play rock. Jerry, let me get to some stories here. Oh, we do that? Yeah. Uh, this one really caught my eye. Santa Fe, New Mexico. Santa Fe. Santa Fe. You know why that always rings a bell to me? Why is that? Because that is where Christopher Mad Dog Russo's parents moved to. And his dad was Tony, and he used to call in from Santa Fe once in a blue moon. So they retired there? Yeah, he's since passed away in the last couple of years. They retired out to Santa Fe, and he would—he was a huge Yankee fan. So him and Mike, like he would call in and talk to Mike, and Chris would be sitting there like, Dad, <laughs> how about me? And it was great. And it was really good between the two of them. And for years, that was like a monthly call. So I hear Santa Fe, I think of You think of Mr. Russo. Russo's, yeah. Well, now you're going to start thinking of this, Jerry. There's reports that a chimpanzee is on the loose oh. in the Santa Fe area. That ain't good. According to... Bayou Animal Services. The loose animal was last seen on Monday. They received reports the animal has, listen to this, Jerry. Uh -oh. This is a chimpanzee. That the animal has harassed people and dogs and had attempted to take cats. Now, I find that he's harassing them at fast food restaurants after 9 p.m. No, this is a different, this is a uh, chimpanzee, not cats. What is he doing teenagers. With cats? Killing them? I think, I guess he wants to eat Eating cats. Them? Those claims could not be verified. Oh, well then. The Bayou Animal Services has been using a drone to go over the area to see if they can find the chimpanzee. Although I bet you they're impossible to track down. A chimpanzee. A chimpanzee, yeah. Yeah. Uh, a team of primate experts has been called in to help with the search. What do you do for a living? I'm a primate expert. Me? I'm a primate expert. Mostly an expert in chimpanzees. What kind of job you get doing that? You I don't know. Zoo? You got to work. You got to uh, you got to study animal sciences, uh, biology. You have to intern at a zoo. How much money can you make? This seems like one of those low paying jobs. You think so? Where yeah. they just their 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 life work is rewarding enough. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe they live in a town a tiny house. Uh, it says that if you to have a chimp in uh, New Mexico, you have to have a wildlife diversity permit. Okay. Which not likely. I would. I used to think I wanted a chimpanzee, but they're trouble. No, you don't. Stick with the parrot or the dog, will you? No. Or here's, get both. Here's what they're saying, Jerry, in case we have any um, podcast listeners in Santa Fe. Do not approach, chase, or try to catch the chimpanzee. Yeah, I was never going to try. What you should do, though, is take a picture and call animal control. All right. The picture would be to verify what type of monkey it is, knowing that... 
will keep the monkey safe safe if it needs to be tranquilized. Right, and then put back where it belongs. Number three, please do not go searching for the monkey. Oh, no monkey chasers? No. Monkey. Extra people are already looking for the monkey. Uh, and please do not call animal control or the police station with false statements you are unable to verify. That will only hurt their search for the chimpanzee in New Mexico. Okay. That story's done, Jerry. Yeah, I kind of had enough of that story. <clears throat> you were. I saw you were, you were losing interest. I'm a big monkey guy, so no, I could have gone on and on. Big monkey guy. Wendy's, Jerry, the fast food place. A lot of Wendy's. fast food talk today. Yeah, Wendy's is planning on launching a full line of breakfast uh, starting in 2020. I always wondered why they didn't. Why wouldn't you? Like, why, if you're going to open up at 11 o'clock with burgers, right? Why not open at 6 a.m. Make egg sandwiches. Now, here would be my question, though. Yeah, is it a complete waste of time? Like, does McDonald's have they cornered the market with the egg McMuffin and the coffee? Are they crushing the breakfast market? All right, here's my question. How does Burger King do at breakfast? Now, I know they have those waffle sticks that you put in the syrup. Oh, yeah. Those are kind of, I haven't had those in years, but those were good. Right, something different. Is anybody really buying the Burger King breakfast sandwich? They were French toast sticks. That's what they were, right. What what did I say? You said waffles, which sounds terrific. French toast sticks. What does Wendy's do? Well, good question. Let me tell you what Wendy's is doing, Jerry. (laughs) <laughs> what Wendy's is doing, they're essentially taking some things they already make and making them breakfast style. Okay. So, for Eggs example, <laughs> well, they have something called the Baconator already. Okay. They're calling it the Breakfast Baconator. Okay. So a little egg and bacon yeah. on a biscuit or something? You've heard of the Wendy's Frosty? Oh, love those. So for breakfast, they're going to have the Frosty Chino instead of like a cappuccino. Oh, okay. And you See, could also... creative. What about this? Honey Butter Chicken Biscuit. Not bad. The who? I also heard Taco Bell's getting into the breakfast. They've game. been. They've been. Oh, they have been. Oh yeah, they've got the breakfast burritos mm. and the breakfast tacos. Seriously, breakfast tacos. I don't go there, but we're here in the morning, right? But yeah, no, they have breakfast. So good for that's good. Wendy's. You're saying like jump if, in if you're one of these restaurants. Like, why isn't Chick Fil A doing breakfast? Yeah, it's a chicken place. Make some type of chicken. Nah, uh... see, but Chick Fil A, it's like a pizza place opening for breakfast. You can't. But a fast food restaurant that's got burgers and all sorts of different things, yeah. like they do, why not? Uh, Chick-fil-A. I'm not going to Chick-fil-A for, I don't think so. It's like when uh, some of these places, they're they're just starting to get like veggie burgers and things. Oh, get a Burger King burger. has the Impossible Whopper. Yeah. How about that? That I will try. Me too. I might go there one day, like in the next month. Why don't we, for lunch one day, on the way home, we go to Wendy's and eat an Impossible Whopper? That would be Burger King. What did I say? Uh, Wendy's. No, Wendy's don't have that. We go to Burger King. Burger King is the one place that will entice me because when they're flame broiling, that smell of flame broiled and smoke is coming out of their roof. Sure. Oh, yeah. It's good stuff. Oh, yeah. I do like at Wendy's. One of my favorite meals used to be when I was about 30 pounds heavier. Okay. The loaded baked potato. Yeah. With... Um, with a large frosty, and then fries. What well, my a lot of potato? Well, my sister will do sometimes. She'll get a, and she's quite thin. Luckily, on her part, because this does not sound like a thin person's meal. She takes the, uh, she gets a plain baked potato, mm-hmm. and gets an order of chili and pours it on the yeah. baked potato. Well, I would get the bacon, the uh, broccoli and cheese. Yeah, and then the side chili. 
Man. Dude, I'm telling you. And now you think, because 10 years ago, whatever it was, 12 years ago, I wasn't counting calories. Right. Really... Who knew what they even were? Now, oh my God, that's like the whole day. Right. Can't eat again. I'm wondering if, if this discussion will get somebody while they're listening to this go, oh my God, I need I gotta tell you. to get to Burger King now. I'm halfway there. Right. I'm starving right now for a Burger King. Do I do that or do I go eat my ham and cheese sandwich that I made oh, on Ezekiel bread? So boring. It is. I have Man. I have a ham and cheese on Ezekiel bread with carrot sticks. Ooh. <laughs> I have a turkey. I have plain turkey sandwich on a you have turkey and bread. Sandwich thin. Right. I mean right, you don't even have bread. Yeah. Maybe let's be honest. Hmm. All right, Jerry. I have another story for Ooh, you. Oh, another story. Hmm. This seems like something I would be good at. It's a uh, dream job alert, Jerry. A luxury rental company called The Plum Guide. The Plum Guide? Yeah. Okay. They they uh, are a guide for people looking to rent luxury uh, homes and apartments. Luxury only. They're right. looking for people, which they're going to pay, okay. to go into these places across the U.S. to judge these places to to give them rankings That's on awesome. their website. I would do that. I hadn't if I needed a job because I do this anyway when I go anywhere on vacation as soon as I get into a place I start going why are these pillows too soft Mm -hmm. this mattress is too firm why does the bathroom have this I'm not sure it says tough questions by the way talking about fast food and how much things pay there's this sign at McDonald's by me they have job openings yes starting pay $14.50 an hour at the McDonald's yeah how much does that come to a year? Uh, 15 times. 50 times 10 is 145 times 2 is 290 So times 4 is almost $600 a week. So about, you're probably making $29,000. You can make thirty grand. Yes. Entry level. Yeah. Huh. I didn't get paid that much when I was younger for a part-time job. What was the, the uh, your first job? Do you remember what the hourly uh, rate was? Because I remember mine. Yeah, well, my first job was, well, the newspaper thing doesn't count. Yeah, that doesn't count. Like an hourly where you were an employee. Yeah, we've done this before because I remember you telling me about the drugstore. My first hourly pay would probably be for Ruby the gas station when I was 15. You were on the books, as they say? On the books. I want to say 6.35 an hour. Yeah. I think that's what it was. 6.35 an hour. That was minimum wage then? That couldn't have been. Uh, it was like a quarter over. He gave you more. Yeah, not much though. Like a quarter over minimum wage, I think. Because I think my first job had to be in 85. I got a job at the food town collecting carts and right, sweeping sure. up 335 an hour. Oof. Oh. Oof. Wow. Really? I wasn't that far off math though. I was 1989. Right. If I was doing a four-hour shift, which I think I worked like six to ten. dollars Oh, my God. And you probably thought you were making money. No, I didn't feel like I was oh. making money there. <laughs> when I started working at JFK Hospital in the pharmacy, that was nine forty-five an hour. I you felt like felt I rich. Was, oh, I always felt like I was killing it. I know. It's funny. Just walking around strutting my stuff. I know when I was at Pathmark overnight, and I joined the union. Oh yeah, I'm a union man. And they were paying me ten seventy-five an hour wow. with benefits and bonus pay. And then we was getting like an overnight differential of like a twenty-five dollar bonus every week. I was like, I could do this for the rest of my life. It's <laughs> this fun. isn't so bad. No one bothers you. Right. It was actually good. 
And then they hired a couple of guys we didn't like, and it wasn't so much fun anymore. Then you had a bailout. We had a good crew. Mm -hmm. Like, it was fun. It really was. It was a good time. The problem was you would have nights where you didn't sleep, and it was rough getting because you don't stop. And then you would stop for a break at 4 a.m. for 20 minutes. And I was like, whoa, I got to go back in there and do what now? You get three hours left. When you work overnight at a supermarket, is all the shipments come in then? Yeah. And you have the unbox. Most of them are waiting for you. So you would get in. Our shift was 11 to 7.30, I believe. And so you would get in. Sometimes they would call and ask you to get in at 10 and yeah. leave at 6.30 because all the shipments showed up at 9. And there would just be pallets of food. Or the, the truck driver would back the truck up, and it was up to us to go in and take the pallets off. Oh he wasn't God. touching anything. And he's like, listen, I got to go. Get your stuff off. And they would ask us to come in early. And so, yeah, it was it was a lot of work. It was always amazing to me. And I know there was probably 16, 17 guys, well, maybe not that many, maybe 10 or 11 guys that worked the overnight. It was a big 20, and the place was open, too. It always amazed me when you would walk in on a delivery night. I don't mean just a random one where there was a couple of pallets, where, like, two truckfuls came in that was really replenishing the store. And you would look at all this stuff and think, who's doing that? Right. Who's unloading this truck? And damn it, by 6 a.m., it was all done if and, there was good organization. And didn't you have a sense of accomplishment when you would do that? Yeah, it was fun. You know what? It was Here's what you had. After you got everything out and done and then you would block the aisles to make sure all the product was pulled forward, oh, yeah. you'd walk up and down the aisle all proud of yourself, and then some old lady would come in at 6.15 and start taking stuff off the shelf. you like, uh, can I just get out of here make, with it looking good? But then the place would be packed by 7.30. I always wonder that about people at work in clothing stores where they have the night the shirts folded nicely and oh, then people, people come and keep picking them. up the shirts and then just drop throwing them. Yeah, I know. That's why I actually try to refold stuff when I do that. I, I do feel too. bad for them. I try to make that. At least they could see I made the attempt. Yes, 100%. Absolutely. All right, Jerry. We also made an attempt at a warm-up show today. It wasn't an attempt. We oh, did we did one. Great. Oh, it was a great one. We did talk about bumping tacos. So listen in for that. I haven't trademarked that yet. So. Right. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. Kick off your Thursday morning. I got the motorcycle man himself about 15 feet to my left. Al Dukes, what's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. Yes, I wear motorcycle t-shirts, skull t-shirts, rock and roll. Because you're a cool dude. I'm a cool. That's going to get himself tatted up soon. Yeah, I'm a cool guy that's going to be 50, but there's a lot of us out when there. When are you going to be 50? Uh, the 22nd of this month. So we've got, what's the 11th? I think you got a week. Ten days. Ten days. Ten more days in your 40s, and then you're 50. Then when I turn 50, I'm going to be like, I'm going to start saying no to everything. As opposed to? Now I say no to 90% of the stuff. When I turn 50, I say no to everything. Can I come video the tatting? If I get a tattoo? Well, I haven't. If? I thought we discussed this on the podcast. Well, I haven't found a good. I want something to commemorate 50. Yeah. I know that. But I, I haven't thought of anything How about yet. a number five and a zero? No, that looks lame, Jerry. <laughs> I'm a cool guy. Cool older well, guy, you know. So I got to be careful. That. Where are you going this weekend? What nowhere speaker series are you going to go see <laughs> on it. Saturday night? <laughs> Zip it, Jerry. I may go see a movie. Oh, boy. I love that the uh, Mets beat the Diamondbacks with nine runs, 11 hits. I think it was planned. On 9-11. Yeah. That is... I. There was a thing with Bruce Bochy. How about that? There was a thing with Bruce Bochy 
um, two days ago. All right. That said his managerial career started in 1995, and this will be his last year in, in 2019. And as of Tuesday, his career record was 1995 and 2019. What? Which is kind of neat, except that the season's not over. So it's yeah, neat I for the quit. one day. For that day, though, yesterday, for them to have nine runs on 11 hits, now do you think when they got the 11th hit, they just said, shut it down? No. I don't either. It's kind of neat. Not only that, they beat the Diamondbacks, who beat the Yankees after in, 9-11. That's in the World Series. In the World Series, which was not right. Well, no, that's when you realize that there's no one really above watching over the sports. Right, yeah. that uh, the baby Jesus yeah. is not determining you were, sports outcomes. If you ever thought that that would be the series that right. you knew who would win, that would have I know. That, that really, I still have a sour taste in my mouth about the Diamondbacks. And they're American like us, Jerry. They are, but they're, they're not a real team to you. And, right, they're still an expansion team. But listen, they've won the World Series. So the Yankees win. Uh, the Yankees win. The Mets win nine runs, 11 hits. Yankees rained out. I put the Yankee game on. I saw a soccer match. Especially when they got the 640 start. It's kind of cool because yeah. it starts early. Yep. And then there's no baseball. Now, what soccer match did they possibly put on? It had to be a, NYCFC. I it had to be think. a taped soccer yes. match. I, and I would think it was NYCFC because they play at Yankee Stadium, do there they not? There couldn't have been a single person watching that, although I did click Why on not? it. Why not? You were watching it? Right. People did click there for the Yankee game. Like, I think huh. that might have been live. They were playing Toronto 1-1 draw. I think it there was you live. Go. Live? live then where was it if it was, if the Yankee game was going to be played? Why the did... Yankees were in Detroit, Al. No, no, but I'm saying, like, why did they even have a camera crew there? Well, it was probably the on team. some streaming... Sure. Streaming apps? Something. And if not, oh, the other the team might have had a cable deal. Oh, I see what you're saying, Jerry. Maybe you just simulcast it. Suck their feed. What? Like, suck and in their feed, suck their feed. Put it on your feed. Exactly. And uh, Boomer texted me this news yesterday. This is how I got it. Well, an, uh, an alert breaking news uh, text from Boomer Sison. Quincy Inunua yeah. out for the season with a neck injury. You didn't hear it when I did it at 11 o'clock yesterday? I did not hear that, no. 11.15. Where do you do these updates? What? Which, which Other studio. Oh, in this building. Yeah. I did not hear that. And 11.45. I did not hear that either. I thought you would have shared this with me on the ride we home. in the elevator. I said, crappy break for the Jets. No. And you acted like you knew what I was talking about. Oh, crappy so break you, for the like Jets. like my wife. You just yesed me. I yesed you. Yeah. Hmm. Doesn't feel so great. Hmm. Well, he's hurt, Jerry. Yes, he's done know. for the his you career said you might had be hurt. over. Did he do this again in a game or just Sunday, I believe. During the game, he hurt his neck. Yeah. And did you see there was an offensive lineman, I believe on the Falcons, yeah. a rookie offensive lineman that broke his foot and played the rest of the game with it. With a broken foot? With a broken foot. It has to be one of those tiny bones in your foot. Even still, it's a broken bone in his foot. Like you see these lunatics toe. you got to guard? Yeah. And supposedly he had a plus-plus game, even after the broken A plus-plus game. All right, yeah. good job by him. Yeah, that's pretty good. So now what are the Jets going to do at wide receiver? Oh, they got Demarius Thomas. They did. They did. All right, that's did taken care of. Did you see the of. exchange? This is actually pretty good because a lot All of right. times when Bill Belichick speaks yeah, and doesn't give you much, you know, the media just kind of accepts it and that's that. So I guess he addressed the Antonio Brown thing a little bit. And then towards the end, they asked him about it again. Uh, fader up, Eddie? Yes. Now it is. Yeah. I mean, I'm done with that. Okay. Anything else on Miami? All right. Anything else on Miami? Here was the follow-up. Can you explain to me when you're done with it? I mean, we're just trying to find out if he said anything to you about his position and about the allegation. Yeah. And I just answered that question. Well, actually, you did. Actually, I did. <laughs> and he looked 
angry. I could have gone back and forth. Actually, you didn't. Actually, I did. Well, the PR guy said, all right, guys, we're done. That's it. And that was the end. But usually you don't get the reporter that goes back and I like that. It. That was pretty good. Let's start everyone going back at Belichick. That was pretty good. And Sam Darnold has strep throat. Strep throat. He did not practice yesterday. What's the matter? That's very contagious. Yeah, that's why he Probably went the, home. The whole Jets team's going to have it home. now. No, he'll be fine. He went home. Isn't strep throat the thing they do? They swab the back of your throat? Yeah. Ugh. Uh, when I was ill during my vacation, which I probably should get another one because of that. Um, Why? You'd still do nothing. <laughs> but I was uncomfortable doing right, nothing. Right. I was looking up. I was like, maybe I have strep throat. They say it's really a child illness. Sam Darnold's a man. Yeah, he's a child. He's 20. What is Sam Darnold? 22? Yeah, probably 22. So he's still getting child diseases. I guess so. Strep throat. By the way, you could get strep throat. Mm, it's rare. You know what you should have done? This would have been this would have been so Costanza-like. Okay. When you woke up on that Monday sick, you should have called David and said, I'm calling out sick. <laughs> this is not a vacation. I, I put am... it for vacation. No, I didn't put it for vacation. <laughs> I was coming in. I'm sick. I'm calling in sick from my vacation. I'm going to need this one back, to be honest with you. And then call the next morning? Yeah. I'm not going to make it in today. Not going to make it in but again. But the show started three hours ago. Yes, not making it in. Again, I'm sick and need that vacation day back. What was it? It was just a common cold? I went into one of those walk-in clinics. They don't know. When you go to a walk-in <laughs> clinic, they know you're in there to get an antibiotic. Usually, and they're going to yeah. send you home with one, whether you stubbed your toe or you have a disease that needs an antibiotic. Sorry, what's wrong? My elbow is bruised. Hey, right, right, here's yeah. some amoxicillin. There you go. Get you. Where's your uh, Where's your pharmacy? <laughs> Let me write that right off to you. It is convenient, though. But they know that's all you're interested in. Uh, uh, I suppose I have a real good one by me that I'll send you to. Oh, yeah? Yes. Walk-in clinic? Yes. Very good. I mean, I have a general practitioner, which, yeah. by the way, and I don't mean to insult anybody. Don't, Jerry. We should. Get, that's what it should come back as. Yes. That seems pretty cool. Oh, because awesome. listen, they know what they're doing. Right. All good. But if it's something that needs specialization, I'm going to send you to another doctor. Right. What That's awesome. You got a sore throat, ear, nose, and throat doctor. I'll right. see you. <laughs> Your heartbeat's not right. You're going to go see a heart doctor. Better go see a heart doctor. Right. That's pretty cool. Well, you got a limp podiatrist. <laughs> right. It's true. I'll just be the guy who's just like constantly referring, which is. I'd be doctor referral. I don't want to insult them. I think Craig that once insulted chiropractors, and that did not go well. So I'm not insulting them. I love my doctor. Right. But it is true that if it's a little bit more than a normal issue, they've got places to send you. Right. And it kind of takes like, – if you're a cardiologist and you've got to do open-heart surgery, that's on you. Right. If you've got a heart issue, your doctor says go to a cardiologist. I also That's think brilliant. I also think I could be an anesthesiologist. You think you could do anything? It's just a machine. You go, okay, this guy weighs. All right, good. I'd like to see you take the needle and put it into. It's a chart. They go like this when they go. Oh, Jerry, what do you weigh? Oh, one sixty-five. Okay. Uh, well, you get this much well, anesthesia. You don't mean the person that actually does the procedure. Yeah, I'm sure they have to do the procedure too. But do you ever see, do you ever see what they nope. do for the poor women that are about to give birth? Oh, they're involved in that. I thought it was just the colonoscopies and stuff. All right, we're going to take it. Where they put break. you, they knock you out. When we come back. I'm your anesthesiologist. What do you weigh? Okay, you get 10 cc's. <laughs> but we're just minimizing everything. <laughs> <laughs> when we come back, Al will insult more people. <laughs> and he's got another story. And then Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. 
the superheroes of WFAN. All right, well, here we go. The Mets did win there. Back to that delicious number of two that G was talking about yesterday because the Padres helped them out as they shut out the Cubs 4-0. The Yankees were rained out, doubleheader today, and we've got football, Panthers, and Bucks tonight. All right, Al, who are you going to insult next? Dentists, teachers, go ahead. LeBron James. Oh, okay. Remember when he tried to trademark Taco Tuesday? Yes, I'm actually happy he did not get to trademark. And everyone was like, you can't trademark Taco Tuesday. And they were right. And they were right. They were right. Denied. He was denied a trademark for Taco Tuesday. They said uh, it's too much of a common phrase. Yeah, how about that? So that you, so I know you were interested in uh, trademarking Pizza Friday. Uh, <laughs> that's going to be trademark. Oh, you're talking about bumping tacos. Bumping tacos. You can put out those T-shirts now, Jerry, because you cannot trademark that. I bet you you could trademark that. Bumping tacos. What do you? What are you not gonna a ex- common phrase. No, oh, you're talking not, about bumping tacos. It's not, not a common phrase. But you do have to explain to the trademark office. No, you don't. What that means? Not really. And I don't know what it means. So good luck explaining. Why do I have to explain it? Because they're going to be like, well, if we're, if we're going to give you a trademark, what is this for? T-shirts? Well, what do you think? Sally's in the office wanting an explanation? It's a so, phrase. So you just want it for T-shirts. Oh, you're talking about bumping tacos. Right, Eddie, we got iPhone it. cases. I these sorts of bumper things. stickers. <laughs> Beer mugs. Bumper <laughs> stickers. I'll bet you we would get that. You have to pay to trademark? Yeah. Oh, it's very, it's quite pricey. How pricey? I think it's like just, $500. That's pricey to you. Yeah. To get a trademark? And then what do you do with it? Making bumping taco t-shirts. <laughs> Why is taco a euphemism for right, private right, parts? Right, that you can't right, do. Right. Good morning, Eddie. And uh, oh, I like this one. I love when wives get in the mix, Jerry. Eddie's laughing so hard, I can He's see his time. boobs bouncing up and down from in here. <laughs> I like when uh, wives get in the mix in sports. In the mix, gotta have it. Gotta have it. Right. So, a uh, Stephen Hauschka's wife, the kicker for the Bills. Yeah, I've heard of him. She wants the Jets' uh, Henry Anderson banned for cheap shots. All right. I guess he cheap shot her husband last year, and then the wife thought he's playing football. Deal with it. He was cheap shotting uh, the quarterback this week, right? Whose name escapes me. <laughs> Josh. He's one of the Josh Allen. That's right, Jerry. You didn't think I knew it. You didn't have it written down. <laughs> I don't have that written when down. When I see that you look down and I see you go pale very quickly. <laughs> it's a big football Friday on the fan.